welcome to another episode of Dio Talk. I'm Dio. Let's talk. Uh, I would like to welcome my guest of the day, a uh, very talented podcaster. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Miranda Monday. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, nice to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So you have this awesome uh, podcast, which is, I believe it's, you go live every Monday on your Facebook group. Yes. Uh, whoever's listening or viewing the podcast, go, go check her out. Um, tell me, tell me what inspired you to, to start the podcast? So it kind of started uh, about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids had talked me into retiring from being a fugitive recovery agent. They were worried. Whoa. Well, yeah, stop right there. What stop right there? What is what is what is a, a, a fugitive recovered agent? For for those bounty like hunter. me that day, no bounty hunter. Yes. Wow. So I would pick up warrants from the courthouse and then uh, me and my team would go and hunt them down. Wow. That's dope. That's yeah. that's dope. That's badass kicking indoors and I was usually the first one shoved up through a window because I was so small and I was always the fastest one so I was always at the door first so yeah it was I got some stories (laughs) oh man (laughs) I would definitely love to hear I mean that's that's dope yeah yeah that was that was a quite experience it absolutely was I loved it I miss it well, the times has changed, right? There's not really any bounty hunters anymore, right? There actually are. They just, uh, they're, they, when they get their license, they're bondsmen. Mm. So a bondsman can be a bounty hunter. I went strictly for hunting people. I didn't want to write bonds. Got it. Got it. So you're here, you're finally retired and this amazing career you had. Uh, what's next? Um, so what I did was um, about Five years ago, there was a local artist um, from the town that I was living in, and I started supporting him, and he and I started working together. Um, He did me really dirty, but I catapulted his career, and it was in the hip-hop country rap genre. Mm. So at the time, I asked, like, the Elvis Mm -hmm. country rap, I said, um you know, what, what do you, what do you foresee happening here? And he said that he wanted to put country rap on everyone's dining room table. Mm. I said, okay, let me see what I can do. So three years ago, I started the podcast and I have over a hundred interviews wow. um, with big names but more importantly, I wanted to do it for the little guys who can't afford promotions or don't know how to promote themselves. Um, so I created it for them to have a stage, um, to be able to talk with them, get to know them, let the fans get to know them. Um, just like with us, we we create you know a, a conversation. I have key points and questions if I have to drag stuff out of people um, yeah, yeah. I'm already prepped for that 
but if not, we keep it completely conversational, keep it light and airy. I'm not trying to be Oprah. I don't want you to <laughs> tell me your deepest, darkest secrets or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I've had people on like Struggle Jennings, which is Waylon Jennings' grandson. Wow. Um, I've had Adam Calhoun on which he now has created his own label and um, is helping to catapult other artists. Um, I've had Haystack on. Haystack was one of the first 10 white rappers that actually made it in rap. Wow. He's been doing it 27 years. Um, but I got the big guys to keep all the fans' attention. And to be able to have viewers for the littler guys. Okay. So that's what I created it for was to pay it forward, basically. Wow. So you created basically a foundation for and where artists can come and, and develop and people get to know them, which is essentially very important when you're up and coming star. Yep. So, so, and what, and if you don't mind me asking, um, what happened? Because you're, you're, you, you were essentially a, a pillar for this gentleman to, to grow. I mean, it, it's, it's not the first time artists do this to, to people. So, you know. Right. Right. Um, so I, I helped catapult his career and put him on the map. And I had decided at that point in time when he did me dirty that no man is ever going to dictate what type of form, fashion, or way I go. Boom. I come from just a short year, like like just a short year before this, um, I had a very good friend of 22 years. Um, we had lost his mom in uh, September, and this was Halloween, coming into Halloween, and he came and he picked me up. We, like, was going out on this date, and uh, long story short, he beat me within an inch of my life. Wow. Uh, left me for dead on the side of the highway didn't expect me to still be alive to run across the highway, jump over the median, run across the other side of the highway, up the steep embankment to safety. And that's really what ultimately created the cunt throat cunt that I am today. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to, you had to go through that. I am honestly am and, I, and much respect for for overcoming it and, and rebuilding yourself that that takes a lot of strength and courage you should be very proud of yourself thank you thank you a lot i uh i quit uh so i had a big ass swelled up face and black eye and busted lip i mean it was bad um so i worked at a gun store at the time mm. and um, I was in the gun department so I had to go to them and I was like hey I need to take some time off 
you know, I put makeup on, I put my glasses on, I went in and I showed them, I took my makeup off and everything. And I showed them why I can't be in the gun, gun department right now. You know, it's just not appealing. It's not that. safe, you know? Yeah. It's it's mentally, uh, you're probably not in the right state, you know, and you work in a gun department, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think just making that, that decision alone, I, I commend you. Yeah, I, 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 I took a break from the gun business. Um, I went ahead and I retired from bounty hunting. Um, I was bouncing at a bar at the time and I called them and he's like, you're not quitting. You know, what, what do we need to do to make this right? And I'm like, no, I'm prosecuting. Um, so it took me about three weeks to get my face even presentable to go to work um and I went back to the bouncing and when my face cleared up a little bit more I went back to um it was Gander Mountain at the time I don't think they have any more stores but yeah I worked in the gun department at Gander Mountain when it happened I also repoed cars I also uh did the bounty hunting uh avoided tables <laughs> so you're you're a badass you're 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 a badass a very I badass i can be wow i i there's there's been times i've looked at people and i said don't catch an ass with an amendment for you mm, i meant to that so yeah it's it's definitely been a rocky road but i decided that no man is ever going to tell me what the fuck to do when the fuck to do it Amen. As it should. As it should. Uh, and this gentleman, like, did, did the cops get him? Did, did, did somebody whoop his ass? Like they, they absolutely caught him, and I prosecuted him. I sat across from him in a courtroom and told my side of the story, and he never told his side of the story. He never had an excuse. He never had a reason. He was mouthing to me across the courtroom when there was a protective order. He's going, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And I said, Karma, I'm just pushing her along. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you you you're able to pass build yourself up. You pass from that. What now? Um, I started the podcast to pay it forward. Um, I have now switched up jobs. I'm in logistics. Okay. So no more kicking indoors, no more scouting out, cheating individuals, <laughs> um, you know, um, no more infiltrating businesses where I have to learn the business and I'm running an investigation at the same time. Wow. So no more of that. Um, and now it's to the point that, uh, okay, you got to be a little crazy to hunt the biggest thing that can shoot back at you. Mm. You know, let's get past that. We know I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> now, what do I do? Now, what do I jump out of a perfectly good airplane for that adrenaline thrill? Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? What do you, yeah. where, where do you go from that? So still trying to find that. <laughs> where, where are you from? If you don't mind me asking. Where is, uh... Indianapolis, Indiana. Wow. Um, if I was you, I would try some jujitsu. <laughs> I highly recommend it. 
I think that I think that the adrenaline, the 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 aggression, uh, that thirst of excitement, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there's nothing better when you when you have some type of experience, right? And you're rolling with a person, and you you have this potential of the possibility of somebody going to choke you out, but yet you had that exane thirst to choke them out. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really odd what creeps into your DNA and stays. Um, I was involved in a serious accident back in October. A guy hit me doing fifty. Wow! And it spun my truck one eighty. I was in a suburban, and it spun my truck one eighty. And as as the truck was filling up with smoke from the airbags deploying, because every single airbag deployed in the car, that's how hard he hit me. And uh, I came out of the truck. I have two devices, as some of us do who create content. You got two mm-hmm. phones. Yeah. Um, and I took out one of my phones and I called my best friend. He lived like a mile away. I said, look, this is where I'm at. I just got hit really fucking hard. I need you to come now. He beat the police and the ambulances there. And as anybody that cares for a person would do because they, you know, no shade to them, but it's just the truth. Yes. Yes. He beat, he beat the police and the ambulance there. And I had you as soon as I got off the phone with him, I hung up my one phone, my other phone I was hitting record on. And as I come out of the truck, like I had to crawl through airbags because I come from down below in the door and up above in the door. And and as I came out, I had both my phones in one hand and I had two guys walking up to me. And I was like, what happened? I, I went. I went dumb girl. Oh my God, what happened? What happened? Well, the guy ended up confessing straight up. I got the recording. I had a witness. I got all their names. I got all their information before the cops got there. So, you know, who does that? Who comes out of a serious wreck recording what's going on? This crazy person. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So, Wow. It's been, it's been a, it's been a journey. Yes. Very it's, much so. It's been a journey. So yes. you, you overcame that. You, you overcame something life-threatening once again. Oh yes. I, uh, I actually had to have a uh, surgery on my neck back in March where they, uh, they cut the front of your neck and they work on your spine. Mm-hmm. So from the wreck, I, completely pinched off a nerve in my neck and my arm was starting to atrophy mm-hmm. and I, I went to the hospital and I said well look because I'm like I don't want narcotics I just want you to make the pain go away just whatever you got to do so they sent in a specialist and come to find out he goes well we can have emergency surgery and we'll get you scheduled in in the next couple of days or I can see you in my office here in a couple months because that's how backlogged I am and then we can talk about it I said, I'll be killing people, if not myself, in a couple of months from the pain. Wow. So they scheduled me right then for a day and a half later, emergency surgery, to uh, put in a new cadaver disc. 
and take out the banged up one and put a metal plate in so it keeps it separated. Wow. How long how long has has been has has it been since you you got operated? Early March. Oh, so it hasn't been even a year. Mm-mm. Wow. No, October will be a year for the accident. Wow. October's not a good month for me. No. No. No, too many, too many bad anniversaries coming up in October. No, I guess we just got to build new ones and better ones. Absolutely. I mean, that's one thing. Yeah, you, 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 you were able to build yourself up and and start these amazing podcasts and you know moving forward, just life experience. Absolutely, I actually took off a month. I uh, shut down production of the podcast for a month to recover from it. And uh, when we came back, it was like learning everything over again. I was like, this is so weird, you know. Um, But yeah, coming, coming back to the podcast after the wreck and after everyone knowing that, you know, dude was playing on his cell phone. So I'm a huge advocate of if you're in the vehicle with me and you're driving, if you grab your cell phone, I will snatch your cell phone from you. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I don't play around. He said he was playing with his radio. I seen him a split second cause he hit me on the driver's side. Um, I seen him a split second before he hit me and he was sure enough doing this while he was driving. Wow. And that's something that from, Playing with your phone, drinking. Uh, I think now in New Jersey you can't smoke because they legalized cannabis, so you can't smoke while you're driving. Oh wow! Yep, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, they wanted. I think they wanted uh, police. They gave permission to police to smoke marijuana now uh, when they're not on duty, but the the governor said no. He's not having that. That is actually a good thing. I I think that uh, they should still be pillars of our society. Yep, yeah, I agree. I have a I have a love hate for police. I love the good ones. I hate the bad ones. And the crazy part is, it's hard to tell who is who. Absolutely. Because a, a cop could be a total asshole, but yet he could be a good cop. Or you want to watch for the small town cops who literally own the town. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I lived in a small town where people feared the police because of how corrupt they were. Um, when I was a PI, I was running an investigation and I actually made, sorry, I got a phone call. Um, I actually made friends with a person across the street from the individual's house that I was investigating and set up cameras and audio. And I caught a couple cops partaking in stolen property. Wow. Yeah. How does, how does one become a, a PI? So you would either put in the hours cause you have to have so many hours and you can start your own like PI firm, like uh, hours as in as in uh, a uh, police detective or 
yes, you would have to put in, I think it's like 40 some odd hours um, that you would have to put in uh, doing investigations and sitting on stakeouts and what have you. Or you can go and work for a company that already has a PI license and you get licensed through them. And that's what I did. Mm. Yeah, I went, I got licensed through um, Blackwater Agency. Wow. Yeah, it was. Uh, you, you've had a, an intense journey because just being a PI, I, I, like catching police officers being corrupted like must be at some point like it becomes a toll and stress and factor because you you gotta you know you gotta watch yourself because you don't know who i I recently uh i recently got my uh press uh press pass like uh because i because i'm uh i'm a journalist uh uh, media journalist i like to call myself i focus more on media than you know writing articles and whatnot Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was sitting down with my wife and she was just asking me all these, uh, con- questions that were concerns. Yeah. Uh, and yes, you know, hypothetically, what if you know, I was hired to do something and get some information, how would that work? And is, you know, just thinking about it stresses you, you know, me out, but I, I can imagine you, you know, actually doing this work. And you must have uh, uh, nerves of steel. I can't have. I mean, you know, with with doing the bouncing, we had a situation where we got shot at and we wow. ended up pulling the guys out of the car and there was four of them. Thankfully, my guys listened to me and I was like, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. And when we got them all out, it was one guy with two guns and the other three were innocent. Wow. So we could have killed three innocent people because one, one 18 year old had just got his gun permit and it was New Year's Eve coming into New Year's morning, about 3 a.m. on New Year's morning. And he unloaded two guns in the parking lot, and he apparently didn't keep up with the laws because that happened to be the same day that it came into effect. If you let off a firearm within city limits, it's a felony. So he copped a couple felonies on that, and I think they let everyone else go. But yeah, so nerves of steel, I can't have them. (laughs) 18. It's is it like I've never been to Indiana. Like I can imagine, like some places, it's just like the Wild Wild West. It's constitutional carry now in Indiana. That just came into effect July first, so you don't even have to have a gun permit to carry anymore. Wow. Which I'm not necessarily good with because, again, in Indiana, you have to be 21 to smoke. You have to be 21 to drink. You can you'd be, be 18, 18 to own a gun. Yeah, you can be 18 to own a gun, and that's on the law books from way back in the Wild West time, like, mm-hmm. because the kids would run the stores or whatever for the parents and then have to do the nightly drop. So that's why it came into effect that you could be 18 and carry. Now, you can't be 18 and purchase from a gun store or any FFL licensed dealer. But you can make a, a personal purchase from an individual. 
and carry that. <clears throat> I just when it comes to guns, like I feel like it's like uh, it's like something popular that everybody wants, but nobody understands the the uh, the responsibility of it. Nope. And you hear all the time how these parents have their guns laying around and they're not keeping up with their kids. So their kids get it. They shoot somebody, they shoot themselves. They take it to school. They shoot up the school, you know, just irresponsible gun ownership is, is too rampant to have it constitutional carry. I agree. But to be fair, we can now buy alcohol on Sundays and weed's still illegal. It's still illegal in Indiana. It's still illegal. Wow. Ain't that something. If you gave people the right to smoke weed, they wouldn't shoot people. I'm just saying. That's what I've heard. A friend told me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's that's insane. That's that's very concerning. I mean, I I don't know where this world is headed. It's like we're, we're every day we're divided a little bit more than we already were. And and I see, you know, now now we're divided by colors. Right? There's black, there's whites, there uh now Hispanics, uh uh there's uh Indians, which I think people call them brown people for some reason. Um uh, you know, you got the LGB community, now they have their own and it's like we're slowly dividing. We're not we're segregating from one another. We're not working for with one another anymore, yeah. and and there's always a cause. Somebody, there's always a cause for something, and that cause, nine out of ten, doesn't feel like it, it's not helping anybody. Agreed. I would have to agree wholeheartedly on that entire statement. And that, uh, that, that goes back to people being selfish or narcissistic. Mm-hmm. You know, we we are a population these days that drama and negativity. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And that is just not a way to be or go. You know, I'm not saying give up everything for free, but, you know, what happened to the barter system or help thy neighbor? Yeah. Or, or I'm not sure you grow with this one, but I, I did was, uh, what was it like? Don't do wrong. Don't do wrong to others. If you don't, you wouldn't like it done to you. Right. Or something like that. And that's something that's constantly circulating, Uh circulating. Uh, I was talking to, 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 uh, one of my friends and we're talking about journalism. And when I first got into this world of journalism, like, you know, they often continue to, to state that, um, uh, a journalist's duty is to always report uh, the facts. You're not there to take sides. You're not there to opinionate. You're not there to to share your thoughts. You're you you're there to collect a, a base of information, put it out there, and let the people decide. Just yeah. like everything now, it's everybody wants to control the narrative. Exactly, exactly. And when it's when it's so bad that your actual news on TV, on cable, what have you, they're putting up 
false narratives mm-hmm. and trying to lead you in one direction or the other, be it, you know, divided by Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever it may be, you know, whatever the news source back yeah. Correct. is whose side they're going to tell. Correct. Correct. So that's why we have to rely on independent people like you. You know, you're going out there, you're putting it in. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm just trying to talk to people. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to sit there and, and have a, a continuity of conversations and where my, uh, my side is right. I'm not trying to say you're, you're right or wrong. I'm just trying to understand why you feel that way and, and have a decent conversation. And I, I feel that that's, that's very difficult because people want to take, they want to take a mountain and die there. Yes. And uh, you, you, you have to have life, actual life experience to, to the end, to, to be able to understand certain things in life. Mm-hmm. Because if you were able to understand those things, what your experience, a lot of people wouldn't be opinionated or, or saying I- they wouldn't say it. That's yep. the important part. They wouldn't say it or they wouldn't telephone tough guys, screenshot shit headed. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, absolutely. It's, I find it very scary. Right? A lot of, I'm, I've been judged so much because I, I grew up with my grandparents in Puerto Rico, right? So I'm very, I'm, I'm kind of old school, right? I see some things uh, sometimes black and white rather than colorful, but like I just, you know, the more colorful things are, it's like, it's like a blur line. It's like, there's, yeah, it's not like, it's not a yes or no, you know, it's not, it's not if you're right or wrong, you know? So like you're, you're just shrugging your, 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 your shoulders. And we, with that, we lost the sense of values. Yes. And I mean, that's me, right? (laughs) No, no, you're absolutely right. But it goes back to several generations of some form of absenteeism. Mm. So either the father's not there, the mother's not there. Um, they are there sporadically or they are there all the time physically, just not there mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Contributing. Exactly. So, and it's, generational you know well i ain't got to be in my kid's life because my grand grandpa ran out when they were 10 years old and mm. then my grandpa he just wasn't around at all you know so mm. it's 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 getting to the point where you know parents these days just quickly hand over their cell phone to their kid to play with so they're not being you know they they have they're being preoccupied by something that the parent doesn't have to supply to them, mm-hmm. and then you know so they there's a whole generation, or at least two generations that you got to think about. We're not going to have pictures in the future from. Mm-hmm. They're all yeah. on cell phones. Yeah. And people, uh, yeah, off. yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that correctly. Yeah, if you don't put them off. We're not going to have any history in a hundred years. Yeah. And everything could be deleted like this. Yep. Absolutely. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything has become so digital. So mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I don't know if 
having things so convenient, right? It's a good thing. Agreed. You know, because this, you know, the, the struggle is real, right? The struggle is real, but you need that. Unfortunately, you need that because, you know, that's how you build character. That's, that's how you get to know yourself. Yes. You know, see what you're made of, see where you're, you're willing to take and where you're not willing to take. And that's okay. Um, yes. and, and I just, it's, it's very scary. It's very scary. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can see it. You can see it in the music business, you know, yes. five, year, five years ago, you know, you would have to absolutely go to a studio, pay studio time, you know, pay your engineer, um, make sure it gets mixed and mastered. Um, if you have somebody else jumping on it, make sure that they get their side of it taken care of. Then it comes together and the whole song comes to fruition and they're able to release it. Nowadays, and especially in country rap, there's an oversaturation of people doing their own thing. Um, you can shoot a video now from an iPhone. Uh, you can get all of these different downloads and apps to be able to sing rap on you know, mix master and then upload it to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not such a good thing. And it's, it's in all genres. Mm-hmm. It really is. But you have to weed through so much. Shit, Tra- for lack of a better yeah, term, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get to the good stuff because people are putting it out. And there are some killer artists out there who are trying to go about it the right way and do the right thing. And they just can't keep up because these days our attention spans are like seven seconds. Yeah. Because we're always scrolling on our phone. We're always looking at something. So having to weed through all the crap to get to the good stuff, people are going to lose interest in very quickly. Um, because it's not con- consistent, you know. Mm-hmm, little guys mm-hmm. can't stay consistent and put out a song. Yeah, well, I mean, it's so. Yeah, it's so. It, there's so much traffic. I mean, yes. don't get me wrong. It's a good thing, and where we live in in, in a time, everybody could do the things on their own. That's fine. But how do you know something's good or special? How do you know? Hey, this kid, this girl, they really got it. They really got it. Because this this is this, this is an important thing, and we're like, not everybody's gonna be good at what they do, right? There's not everybody's willing to put in that work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I grew when I was growing up. There, there was, uh, there was a bunch of kids that wanted to be like, I don't know, who, you know, who's Daddy Yankee, or, or he's like a Spanish Daddy Yankee. I think it sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, he's a Spanish, uh, well-known Spanish rapper, right? Everybody wanted to be like him. It's like example, like everybody wants to be Tupac when Tupac came out. Yeah. And they thought that writing and going to studio and, and and recording that was enough. They weren't practicing their craft. There's there's people I know that would take a set day and practice their song and practice like they were they they were on the stage. They're they're that's they're, key. That's that's one of yeah. the big things with a new artist. They're like, oh, you know, I got a whole album. I'm ready to drop it. 
can you sing that album from beginning to end? Yeah. Know all of them. Be sure that you have your on point and you can also keep the stamina of giving the audience the mm-hmm. energy that they deserve that they paid for. Mm-hmm. And can you do all of that for two hours? And they're like, uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, you got to always maintain, you always got to maintain your, 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 you know, your present to the crowd, mm-hmm. your, your presence as well. Right. And, and yeah. they don't know that a lot of people get on stage and the first thing you do is give them the back. Yes. Give, for some reason, giving them back, right? Mm-hmm. Or giving the side. No, the people they're there to see you gotta you gotta be like eye to eye with these people. Yeah, and then when you're not on stage, you have to be sure that you're communicating with them through social media. You know, you have to garner and and develop these relationships with with fans and what have you, because if you don't, at the end of the day. If you don't have fans and loyal fans, mm-hmm. why are you here? Yeah. And this is so important. I, I was speaking to a good friend of mine. He's a, uh, a singer, right? And um, he, he like, a couple of months ago, he dropped his album. And I was talking to him, and he's like, he wants to get more more out there. It's like, go on tour. You, you, need new, you need loyal listeners, but you also need to build new listeners. Yeah. That's why, like... I, I, I sit I sit back sometimes and, and break down like these labels companies that that lend people money because that's what they do they'll 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 they'll, they'll lend them the money right yeah. you have to take where your team where you brought on you have to manage that money well mm-hmm. in order for you to 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 pay that money back and keep your masters right you got yeah. hey like I realized the other day that you could be you could be the number one artist right now, but if you owe that money, like the people who's gaining that money is the record label because they're the own your masters, but you don't own it because you owe that money. Mm-hmm. And this is where like, you know, the culture is all about bling and, and sneakers and all that shit. Right. Which is dope. Right? Fine. But that right there, that unnecessary uh, presentation is m- m- maintaining you broke and that a enabling you to own your own masters exactly so so record labels it's convenient for record labels to, to to keep you in debt yes absolutely i mean look at look at what happened to taylor swift yeah you know i i hate that it happened to her and i hate bringing it up but it's a hard cold reality of the music business you know the music business will chew you up and spit you out mm-hmm if you are not ready and then you still owe them yeah with a smile yep that's why yeah. so many people rather just spend their first five years going on tour and that's why they become so known that tour mm-hmm. money is gonna you gotta save that money and buy your shit back that's the only See, way all, all the money is really in the merch mm-hmm. so as long as you have merchandise to sell at the shows mm-hmm. you're gonna make money on top of what you've already made but if you're smart about it, you're going to reinvest it in yourself and not yes. on the next Googling or the next best car or what have you. You know, that's where you have to be very business minded. If you're, I deal with a lot of independent artists. If you don't 
continue to reinvest in yourself in some form or fashion, mm-hmm. you're becoming stagnant, which means you're becoming irrelevant. And and that right there, your statement has to be broken down a little bit more. Going to debt because they think investing in yourself is buying a fucking hundred thousand dollar chain. Right. Yeah. No, you would have to invest in yourself, putting it into advertising, advertising, uh, setting up uh, features with bigger artists. Um, Because if you play your if you play your cards right, one feature can catapult your career. But how are you going to stay there? So it's 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 a whole process. You have to reinvest in yourself. You know, I think it's a lyric uh, out of one of Struggle Jennings' song, Made 50,000, Invested 65,000. Mm-hmm. It's just how, you know, it's it's the nature of the beast. You know, I get a lot of artists who they've done it all themselves, and now they just want to be an artist. So they're giving up the independent, being able to do what you want when you want to sign with a label that's going to tell you what you can do and when you can do it yeah and and if you're if you're an artist that right now will record labels one is if you have a fan base yes that you yeah yeah you built your if you built your own fan base and own your own catalog you you then you have enough knowledge so when you when you get offer you can negotiate that because you're ready that is you already have you ready went so far on your own and and some artists are not able to understand that and and yet again you know it's all doing your due diligence absolutely i mean you have to know all aspects to be able to make it you have to know all aspects of the music business so you don't get fucked over because again it's a dog eat dog world in the music business yeah I'm not like that, but people, my fan base already knows my character, Mm -hmm. you know, regardless if there's lies and rumors started to try to get you down, Mm -hmm. they still know my character. Mm -hmm. They still know I'm paying it forward. I'm paying studio time. I go out and I book the artists or I have to go through the management and wait and do that that game back and forth but i can go just directly to the artist and be like hey do you want to be on a podcast do you want to be interviewed you know and a lot of them why i keep doing it is a lot of them when they actually look into who i am if they don't know who i am they're like oh my god you've had everybody on your show I'm like, well, not everybody. There's still a couple on my on my to do list, but yeah, because I don't. I'm also an or, an ordained minister. Okay. So I do a lot of consulting slash. Um, I really don't bring the Bible in. But I get a lot of people telling me their secrets and and their stories and what have you. So I went ahead and I became ordained. That way, I carry those secrets with me to the grave. Wow. You know, if, if, let's just say hypothetically, you had killed somebody. 
if you came to me and confessed that you killed somebody, the body's here, this is how you did it, I can't be forced to testify against you in court. Wow. Yep, it's it's a privilege, kind of like with, with your doctor, with your lawyer, it's a privilege. So and, I, and, and because you're ordained, even if you wanted to, your word would account. Yep. Wow. Yep. You can, you can tell me anything and I'm not telling nobody else about it. You know, I've, I've got some deep, dark secrets of some people who've done me so dirty. I've never released that. That's because that's not who I am. My character is so much better than that, that I don't have to tell your evil secrets. I'm not going to tell your evil secrets. You can talk all the trash you want to about me because I can bust you out in all the lies. Wow. It's gotten to the point now that my haters are going to the upper echelon of the music business with these lies to try to strangle me off from the top, from the top down. And that ain't working. Wow. Why do you, why do you think they hate so much? Oh, there's one guy specifically that hates me. Well, there's two guys. Two guys that specifically hate me. The guy that I helped catapult his career, um, my last laugh on him was um, he had kicked his brother out of his house. Well, his brother made a post. People knew that I'm gathering individuals and their stories for this one specific artist to bust him out and another couple reached out to me and said hey look at this post and I did and it was his brother who he kicked out wouldn't give him any of his clothes wouldn't give him any of his property nothing like that so I teach him how to get it back legally and use the police to do it wow so that was my last laugh on him we got in the house we got his brother's belongings and there wasn't a goddamn thing he could do about it. Wow. Now, the other individual who hates me. Now, okay, so that first individual, he hates me because I have the truth and the scoop and the dirt on him. So you have to try to discredit me before I can tell your truth. I'm not telling your truth. So you're just making yourself look stupid by making up lies and bullshit about me when I can prove that it's absolutely false and not true the other individual who hates me hates me because of the first individual when I went to work with him but I've put hands on this individual so um when he when he stole my phone and I got it all on recording uh he stole my phone and tried to delete the clip because he had shoved me and he thought that he had deleted it and you can hear him i'm i'm hot on him he's going get this bitch off me get this bitch off me get her off me wow with my phone and um so his latest last laugh on me is to tell people that my associate who works very closely with me, who I've known over 20 years, who I went to high school with, who I'm very closely connected to, and he goes with me to these shows to A, watch my back, and B, to help me record, do video, um, whatever it may be. He knows, he knows how I want it. So now the newest 
lie is that he's a pedophile. Oh, God. Damn. So they are trying to, they can't discredit me with my truth Mm -hmm. because you're going to continue to make me infamous. So go ahead. Keep telling my truth. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. So they have to make up lies about the people who work with me. Wow. Now this got... So you're 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 you manage artists at the moment. I I have managed artists. I manage, produce, and promote. Um, I do everything behind the scenes. I hate being on camera. I hate being on camera. So so did you did you start your own like have you start right your your own promotion services and cat and get these motherfuckers like on the contract. Um, so I haven't went as far as to start doing, um, working with them with contracts. Um, I've stayed away from contracts, but at the same time, I don't want an artist to feel like they are being choked off themselves. I mean, but I've seen, I've seen when you've done, and I I have a great understanding of what you're saying, but like, this is this you know the music industry is is black and white it's not colorful you if you put in the work to to assist somebody you know hope and dreams are not going to pay the bills you you hoping this person is going to blow up are not going to pay your uh pay your bills because you're still going to be in the struggle now if you can if if you're doing the work so that this person all he does is show up respectfully you should be compensated yeah. You know, because like where you're saying that's that's just noise, that's negative. You don't need that shit. You've come through so much. Like you gotta put that shit in God's hands and let God take care of him. If you know how great you are, because I I'm listening to everything you're saying, it's like you have you you've done so fucking much, overcome so fucking much. Like you 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 are undeniable. So these people, there's just noise, you know, it's create your own shit sign these fucking people get them you know your job is to get them you're 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 that link you're that important link for these people i'm a great bridge yeah (laughs) yeah i'm a great bridge so you know yeah build your that's your business that's your that's your niche that's your that's your caller because there's certain people that need people like you and if you're you know you're good hearted like a lot of people say you are they don't have to worry about it if they do wrong you know, that's on them. That's not on you. Right. You know, you you got you got to sleep well at night because you know you're not a hundred dollar bill. You can't make everybody happy. Exactly. Right. And and people, you know, people start have to start taking responsibility for themselves. They, that's they, the problem in country rap. Um, there's not a lot of. camaraderie like there should be um it's the the two individuals that are the negative side of it they're one of them is actually pretty big in the game that's why the rumors have spread Mm -hmm. as quickly as they have because he has a platform in and of itself um but you know if people actually looked and paid attention and listened to more than just what was coming out of the, their mouth mm-hmm. they would see whose integrity actually stands up mm-hmm. 
so and and right now with the the shock factor that it had for you when i mm. told you they've made up this lie that my best friend's a pedophile wow that's what they were looking for because they went to individuals who have song and music and who openly speak about you know pedophiles and what should happen to them what they believe should happen to them and those are serious accusations those are very serious accusations it really is and they don't know the seriousness of it until they get to see me face to face again wow hopefully hopefully nothing happens and you just you know it's difficult, right? It's difficult because, you know, from that, from, from, you know, time to time, some people need their ass whooped. Yes. People. Yeah, he's never taken an ass whooping. Yeah. Right. He just has that, but he uses people's necks like rungs on ladders. Mm. So however he can use you up and spit you out is what he does. And, and so many, and you don't talk about it openly. Like I'm talking about it now. They don't talk about it. That's the problem. Cause if you talk about it, you're a punk. If you talk about it, we're going to blackball you. If you talk about it, then there's going to be some serious repercussions that will happen. You know, so nobody talks about it. And it's so bad in the country rap that I actually had a huge artist that I interviewed, that I went out of state to interview, hit me up and say, hey, can you pull the interview? Why? Well, we we got something big going on later on. Okay, so I went ahead and I I pulled the video down. Come to find out that rumor had made it to this huge artist. That, That rumor of my best friend who was there helping me set up cameras. So the artist said, hey, will you pull the pull the interview? I have since put the interview back up because now I know the actual reason mm. why. And I did a post about it, letting said artist know how fucking stupid he is for listening to rumors and lies and stupidity. And he went quiet all of a sudden. You know, that sounds like very, very childish. It's very, 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 very childish. Like it's, as an artist, you, you, your sole goal is, is to perform and build credibility. Yep. Right? That's your sole goal. It, it's it's gain respect. Mm-hmm. And and the respect you gain is because of things you have accomplished. Nah, nah, um, gossip. Not, not gossip. Nah, nah, that, those are child's games. You know, like, unfortunately, hip-hop, rap can be a child's game. But it's 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 solely up to you, the person, the management, whoever. It's you know, it's your job to always keep them in check. Yes. You know, you want to you 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 want to be great. You want to be successful. You, you know, you got to discipline yourself. You got you, you the way you walk, right? You you got to be a gold standard. Yes. Nobody nobody wants somebody. Nobody wants to be around people that gossip like children and say stupid shit. Uh, I call him a court gesture. <laughs> That's funny. He's more, he's more of a promoter, but he thinks he can rap. Um, he's a white boy rapper. Let me just put mm. it like that. Okay. Um, and he has built a huge platform for country rap. 
Mm. But I ain't going to put you on the stage unless you pay me $5,000. That's how dirty he is. Mm. So he's now he's monetizing from his platform. Mm-hmm. When you, when you, when you agree, and I only speak out of experience, I, I, I never speak out of, um, I only speak of the things I've been through and, and I've witnessed them on through. When you agree, when you do good without anything in return, you know, you can call it God, you can call it the universe, you can call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. It will reward you. Yes. If your if your purpose is to build that platform for the for people can succeed, and you can say, "Hey, I try, I did my best." It was up to I gave you the platform. I was up to you. Like, I have people in the podcast promoting businesses, music, whatever. It's like I gave you the platform. If you did not do nothing with that, that's on you. That's not on me. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And I've been rewarded immensely. Uh-huh. Not not to what I need, right? Or what I would like. But that will come. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. It's and just. Having to weed through the bullshit and, you know, go back to um, just being able to get the music out there like i don't expect anything in return mm-hmm. you know i i i put these people on because i love the music you know i'm a people watcher i like to talk to people i like to find out why they work why they're doing what they're doing um so i'm i'm going to end up starting a, another podcast I just haven't decided on the theme of it yet or what niche I'm going to go into, but there's a lot of people's heads that are going to roll on this one. Wow. Straight out the bat. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see I, on the podcast. Um, after the first round of lies started and rumors started, I dropped the video mm. The cricket stopped chirping for a while. Mm. Now it has gone to the point of you're going out of your way to tell upper echelon in the music business lies and deceit. Like there have been so many people who have hit me up who are like, Miranda, this is what he did to me. Miranda, that's what he did to me. This is this is what he did. And I'm like, y'all got to start talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to talk about it because of what negative blemish it's going to put in them. Or, you know, the, the upper echelon don't even want to fuck with it or they like the person and they start blackballing you. Yeah. So that's that's the phase that I'm at right now is where I'm getting blackballed from the upper echelon because of the lies and the bullshit and the deceit. So I go right back to my roots and it's time to only focus on the little guys, you know, go back to not even dealing with any of the big guys and just keep putting on the little guys and giving them a platform. I mean, why focus on the big guys when you, you made them? Um, It's, it's because uh, to keep the viewers, mm, so, got so it. The, the big names keep the viewers for the little guys, so they can be seen, 
So there was a method to the madness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's that's the biggest thing now is just keeping the platform for the little guys to have a voice, you know. And as I come across people who have had a bad run in with certain individuals, I try to talk them into talking about it. But the fear of the repercussions is too great for a majority of them. A lot of them aren't like me. A lot of them won't be like, you know, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Like, I dare you. <laughs> I'm, I'm daring you. But that's why I have, you know, on video, the said individual running from me saying, get this bitch off me, get this bitch off me. Because you do me wrong, guess what? I'm going to get the last laugh. Hmm. So. What do you, what do you want? Like what? What is what is your goal? I want to like what I, will make Miranda Monday happy. Um, keeping the podcast going, doing it, and then ideally, I would love to find an artist who lives close enough to me that I can work hands on with to help them further down their path um and then you know if i if i make money off of it that's great you know i got a great job i make a lot of money doing what i do so if i can help somebody a little bit further down their path then that's payoff for me at the end of the day and that and that's that's beautiful but you know, like you and these other people, they gotta get you gotta you gotta take all that neg- negative shit and let it go because you're great. You're great. Ain't nobody gonna ain't, ain't nobody gonna deny your greatness, you know. But in order for your greatness to shine like it's meant to shine, you know, you got a gift. You 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 made one person go big. You made two person go big. Yeah. What, what makes you think you can't do it again? And but for that to happen, you gotta let these these fucking I don't know what you call these these dumbasses. You gotta let them go. It's not worth it. It's not worth your time, right? Because time, what, what, the the most important thing for a person to have is time. Yes. And they're not on your time. They're not yeah. on Miranda times. No, and they taking up rent and money. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, they don't pay for it. They just don't know it yet. Hey. hey. <laughs> where where they comes. Well, it comes that that it come because, you know, it's not going to waste your time. You exactly. know, mm-hmm. it, it's, Just it's getting, I'm I'm the only one that's going to talk about it. Yeah, I'm the only one that's going to get it out there. You're because you're the only one who's who who's courageous. Mm-hmm. And people that don't talk about, you know, that's what they do, right? They they take people because I'm I'm the same way as you. They 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 take people like us and use them. Because yes. to be a voice, but we I've learned throughout time like that's not benefiting me. Because mm-hmm. me being the only one standing alone and being in front about this shit, ain't nobody helping me. Ain't right. nobody tapping on my back. You know, ain't nobody giving me food to eat. Ain't nobody being there for me. So you know, I, I've learned in my in my person, I gotta let that shit go. Yeah, and that and that's how I'm able to come so far. Take a deep breath, 
that's just not you know like i said i'm a big believer of you know put it whether you call it god or whatever the fuck people call it you know you put it in the universe's hands or god's hand and he will take care of that shit because god don't like ugly and the universe doesn't like it either yeah you know and you and you keep pushing you know it's not like it's not like you haven't had success because I've I've seen I've seen it in, in, in your platform. It's not like you haven't had success. You have it. But here's the thing: you 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 and I you know, again I, I I take myself as an example. You're gonna focus on these on these things that's not worth it, and you're gonna lose sight of the opportunities of the potential, you know, of things that make you smile and happy. Yeah, like you fucking you've overcome so so much. So fucking much from car crash to beating to operations. Like who's to say the only person stopping is yourself. And you, you, you take these people and just fucking discard them because you gotta, you got at some point you got to turn off the radio, lower the volume, you know, because right. the only thing that matters is you. And, and, and the only one that's going to push you forward is you. Right. If you, if you're able to fucking smash all these obstacles, what makes you think you can't do it again? Right? Yeah. You're right. Like, this, whatever they're doing, that's just going to fall on them. Right? Because so. they, they're going to need people, they're going to need people to recreate them. But you, you ain't nobody going to beat you because you're creating them. That makes sense? Yeah. Boom. Yep. I just have to find an artist who wants to take the wild ride because <laughs> it's a wild ride for yeah, sure yeah and they're gonna find you they're gonna find yeah. you you know because when energy is good when you're about progress progress will find you yeah progress will find you you know you you, you know surround yourself with people that want it not people that don't want it you gotta surround yourself with people that that want to grow they, they ain't about progress i, I don't want to talk to you Cause your time is precious. Now, you know, my wife, my wife is a real estate agent and, and, and I, you know, great women help great men become men, great men. Right. And she tells me all the time, like, if, if they're not talking about how can we build, how can we connect? How can we better? I don't want to have a conversation with these fucking people. Exactly. I've, I've seen her numerous times in a fucking day. Just hang up people out of nowhere. Because what they tell them is like, all right, but you got, you know, understand you got to do it, not them. And they don't understand that, but I'm over, I, I'm on to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be able to, um, to trust individuals and in the music business, that's, you come in all trusting and good hearted and, you know, wanting to uh, make the world a better place and get your word out there. And you get burnt by this person, that person, this person. And a lot of great artists have stopped doing their craft because of mm-hmm. that. And that's not fair. That's not fair to the artist. And it's damn sure not fair to the fans. You know, very true. So, that's that's one of the the bigger things is wanting to yeah they want to get up on a stage but they're not willing to put in the work and sit on a 
Facebook Live for an hour once a week, getting in with their people, answering their people's questions, talking with their people, getting to know them, acknowledging them. Yes, exactly. You know, that's what social media should be for. Yeah, you stay in touch with your friends and family and what have you, but use it as a work tool. Yes, 100%. In your home and reach somebody in China with your word. So why wouldn't you do that? And not a lot of artists are doing that. Priorities. post up when their show is well yeah you want to get people to the show but how do you get them to be fans before you get them to the show you gotta talk to them you gotta be real with them because when you're on camera you can you can only lie for so long mm-hmm. you know you can only fake it for so long the camera is going to tell on you 100%. you know and i think that's what a lot of people are scared of is giving up their personal side you know, it wasn't until here that I started talking about my my personal side. Yeah, I mean, you got there's some things in life you got to be vulnerable. That's the yeah. only way you're going to be strong. Oh, I mean, sorry, you're going to be strong. You got to be vulnerable. Transparency. Yeah, you got you you got to be real with yourself. You got to call your own self out. Exactly. Exactly. You, know, you, you got to be able to you know. Look at yourself in the mirror, take accountability, say you fucked up, you know, say you're not right. Can you do better? You got you got to deep, deep and look inside and come to terms with shit. If you're not willing to do that, this shit's not going to work. It's not. It's It's not. not. You can write the best song in the world, but if you're a shitty individual. It's going to come out. Yeah. Sooner or later, it's going to come out. And see, I don't know if you if you've had the experiences yet or not, but talking to somebody whom you've looked up to for so long or meeting somebody that you've looked up to for so long and finding out that they're really a shitty individual. Yeah. Idols become rivals. Yes, absolutely. And you know, that's one of the bad sides of the business is you get to see how some artists are really shitty individuals you know they treat their fans like crap and you can't do that you're only here because of the fans Mm -hmm. and a lot of people just don't get it these days they want to jump in and just be an artist well okay so go sign with somebody you know if you're not willing to put in all the hard fucking work that it's a full-time job in and of itself just building your career in the music yeah. business. You know, if you if you don't have a team behind you, you know, you have to create your own team. And that goes back to being able to trust someone, being able to trust a couple people. And being in this industry, trust is hard to come by. It's you know, it's not even about trust, it's it's sense of responsibility. You have a responsibility to complete it. You have a job to do, you just do it. Yes. And and this is like what and I like where they tell you don't mix, you know, when you're there's no friends when you're working. Just Absolutely. do your job, right? You know, clock in, clock out. And you know, there's no there's no there's no there's no thing of being social. The people want that. 
Yes. And that's yep. fine, but you know, also re- be responsible. Exactly. You know, you could, you know, I've, I've, there's plenty of times when I worked a nine to five, you know, before I, I, I started, you know, doing things on my own, right. Uh, being an entrepreneur, as one would say, I find myself with a lot of cool working with a lot of cool people, dope yes. people. When it came to work, they fucking sucked. And I would, you know, and I was constantly get shitted on, get, you know, reprimanded. And, you know, it's like I told, I'm a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need people telling me what's right, what's wrong or how to talk to me. I'm not a little kid. Yeah. You know, and, you know, these, you know, these relationships would, would crumble because I just, it wasn't I worth it. I'll, 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 I love your hat. <laughs> thank you. I'll, I'll send you one. I'm in the process of uh, making more. I'll send I love you it. I love thank it. You, I'm thank a you. hat person. I, I just, I can't contain it anymore. I need a hat. <laughs> I will. I, I will. I'll I send will you totally, one. Uh, I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll wear it. I'll, I'll sport it and be a billboard for you. I appreciate that. I'll Absolutely. send you it. I'm in the process of, uh, of making more soon. Uh, just been working on it. Yeah. Yep. It's, Again, a process. Yeah, everything's a process. So what made you decide to get into this? Um, it's something, you know, this that's you know what? How about I come on your show and we'll talk about it? Oh, okay. Okay. We can do that. I would we love to share I would love to share my journey on your show, on your podcast, on your platform. That would be awesome. We will definitely set it up. Yes. I'll give you my open dates. Right, send them over. I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying to do some, some be some guests, you know, and, and, and be a guest. But you know what it is? Like, it's very, I'm not picky. I just like, if I'm, if I give you a good product, I want you to use it. Right. And, I, and I've been a part of things that like, you know, they don't use it. They don't put it out there or they stop doing it. Yes. You know, it's like, I'm here all about, I want, I want people to support me and I'm all about supporting other people. But if I, if I'm going on and you don't, you don't capitalize on that, you don't, you don't do nothing with that. Like every show is special, right? Yes. And you just stop like, then what my, my time, it, it's a waste then. Yes. Right. Um, but I, you know, Hey, you let me know. We'll, we'll do it. We'll chop it up. Absolutely. We'll say, well, Every Monday. Every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook, and then we drop we drop uh, all of the rest of the podcast platforms a few weeks later because we we um, we keep a couple of them in the bag in case we have to miss a week or what have you. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very important. So, to us we're on your favorite podcast platform just google monday love podcast and we're there boom well thank you for being on the show it's been an honor uh, and a privilege listening to your story um hey uh you have so much potential capitalize on that shit don't let nobody stop your your shine and and i appreciate this conversation it means a lot to me thank you thank you for having me you have no idea what it means for me it's awesome thank you Thank you. I'm out, guys. Have a good night.